booster. I don't know what we're going to find in there, but I won't lie to you. It's not going to be easy. That's right. Go. Given our dire circumstances, this is a risk worth taking. Final. We're go fly. That can't be right. Capcom. Scan again. We're go fly. Five. Flight controller, can you go no go for launch? Four. My feet. The difference is behind us. For science. Three. We have to go, we have to go, go, go! To undiscovered lands and new worlds. All engine running. Hello everyone, welcome to the Gamer Parallax, your local cosmic gaming podcast. I'm your host, Davey Jones. Um, I'm glad you guys can join us this week. Uh, we got a few things to talk about. Uh, nothing too major, but uh, we'll see. Maybe it, it might be a short show. Uh, I said that last time and it wasn't, but yeah, let's uh, let's kind of get into it. So uh, first, uh, just to kind of talk about things that I did this week. Uh, I finished Journey to the Savage Planet. Now, I I love this game. This game was a, uh, a fun playthrough. Um, it has some great Metrovania aspects it has some combat um some decent combat uh i love the exploration uh the creatures the 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 locations it was all like done really well and it was actually pretty funny you know it's not like borderlands crude humor funny but it was still pretty cool and i i had a blast with it and i'm they have a hot garbage dlc that kind of extends it out a little bit more i'm definitely going to get it and right now actually um both those things are on sale, the game and the DLC on PSN. So if you, and I think it's free on Game Pass as well. At least it was when I looked at it. So, I mean, I definitely recommend it. And I think it's for $17, maybe 14 around there. I, it's a steal for that price. I definitely would recommend um, playing this game out. It's not even too long. It's maybe, maybe like 10 hours or so. And yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I had a great time with it. Um, so games, games that are looking forward to um, coming out. We got a lot. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We have Psychonauts 2 that just came out. And this is a game that I've kind of been waiting to play for a long time. N- not as long as maybe the people who played it originally, because I played it as an Xbox 360 port. And I had a great time with it. I thought it was pretty fun. It was a little clunky. And for me, a little dated. It wasn't like exactly, you know, it was just not exactly what i'm used to when it comes to like 360 games so you you kind of had to deal with some dated graphics and dated maybe some dated gameplay as well uh, but i heard that the from one of the reviews i've heard and seen it's doing really well and uh it's a faithful you know sequel to the original that you know just takes um takes off you know right uh when the original ended now I know there was a VR game that came out. I'm not sure how that ties in. If that's kind of like a like a precursor to number two, um, but I didn't play it. I I have a VR, a PSVR. I just never got a chance to play it. So maybe who knows? Maybe I should be playing that instead first. But I don't think uh, I don't think they're gonna make people play uh, the PSVR version in order to get the full story. So I think it should be fine. I think most people, if you play number one, you should be able to jump into number two without any problems but as far as uh september goes there is a lot being released and some of the some of the games that have caught my eye 
have been um, obviously the De- Death Stranding um, director's cut that's coming out in September. Looking really looking forward to that. Sonic Colors is coming out, which we haven't had a Sonic game in a while, and I'm assuming that's because I think uh, I think Sega had already said like because of the success of the Sonic movie, they wanted to take more time into developing their games. So Sonic Colors could be could be end up like potentially be a very good Sonic game. I think it was, the first one was like good anyway. I think you know since uh, um, they had a few Sonic games that have been coming out that were actually pretty good. Sonic Generations was one, and then Sonic Colors. There was another one, Sonic Sonic something, and so it was like it was finally like cool. Like we we're getting cool Sonic games for once, you know. It was nice from the break of the crappy, you know, quickly made low budget Sonic games we were getting in the past. So I hope they continue with that trend. I'm hoping for a Sonic Adventure three in the future. We'll see. But yeah, Sonic Colors coming out. Uh, Tales of Arise, which I really wasn't on my radar till last week, but now I'm kind of interested in it. WarioWare comes out in September. I'm totally looking forward to this game. Can't wait. Uh, I'm, I'm, it might be a day one buy for me, honestly. That's how much I love WarioWare. Uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits is coming out. A great looking, uh, I'm not sure if it's for PS4 as well, but it's a great looking game. Uh, I don't think it's too long, and I think it's, I, from what I heard, I think it's selling for like $40. So it's not a, uh, it's not going to be like a, a very expensive game to get into. The Diablo 2 uh, remake, I think it's uh, Diablo 2 Resurrection. Uh, is coming out, and if you're a Diablo fan and you really hated Diablo 3 or what they're trying to do with Diablo in the future, uh, this is a, a great trip down the nostalgic lane. So, yeah, you'll be able to relive those moments again. Lost Judgment comes out this uh, this month as well. Out of Wilds DLC, which I am hugely um, excited for as well. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's free or not. I doubt it's free. I wouldn't mind if it cost money because, you know, just another reason to step into that game is, is going to be a, a good reason. And then obviously Deathloop. Deathloop, another game that I'm really excited for. And we'll talk about Deathloop in a little bit too. But yeah, uh, September could potentially break your wallet. And I don't think uh, I don't think November is any different. I think we got some good releases in November and December. Maybe not December so much. Oh, no, in October as well. October we have... Uh, what was it? Um, uh, Metro, uh, Super Metroid. Metroid uh, Dread. So that's a big one, too, coming out. And I, I know October is, is packed with other games, too. I don't have the list on me now. But, yeah. And it, this this end of the year is is packed. And it's going to be pretty exciting. Okay, so to jump in to uh, some of the main things we want to talk about. Um, we do have a Death Stranding 2 rumor. Now, Norman Reedus, which who played the protagonist in the first one did the, the voice and the mocap for it uh apparently he was in an interview from uh he was in an interview with a with a, a company called um Adomoro cinema which is in brazil and in the interview he was uh he mentioned this this is from what he said that was apparently translated i think we're doing a second death stranding the game is in negotiations right now so yay now you know, maybe he was talking uh, when he probably shouldn't have, or maybe he was referring to something else. Who knows? But it could be that, you know, Death Stranding 2 may not be too far away. 
And that doesn't really surprise me. Death Stranding 1, I wouldn't say left out on a cliffhanger. There were some unanswered questions or maybe things you just had to assume. I wouldn't have minded if they just didn't go back to Death Stranding, if Hideo Kojima and his studio just did something else. I don't think I would have been left with Death Stranding and like this missed opportunity or this story that's not complete. I felt like it was pretty, it was pretty good. You know, it didn't need to answer every single question, like, you know, completely. It was fine being a little open-ended that, that as far as open-ended is concerned, Death Stranding did it fine, you know, compared to other games where you just, you just scratch your head. Like what, what the hell's going on? But uh, if another, if a second one comes out, then cool. I'm, I'm for it. I'm, uh, I already have the DLC to kind of look forward to the, uh, I'm sorry, the director's cut for Death Stranding. And so eventually when this comes out, you know, that'd be cool too. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Returnal also to talk about. Uh, Returnal is still missing a save feature. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, Returnal is a roguelike game that gives you, and roguelike means it, you know, it's basically, it's, it's, it's usually like one life. And you're, you're basically trying to, um, you're trying to complete like that perfect run with one life. And usually there's some kind of like, maybe the game will completely reset. When it comes to Returnal, uh, you try to use the past, your past runs, experiences, upgrades, and shortcuts to reach the end of the game. And if you die, then you start the game over, but you still have like some certain unlocks, upgrades, and abilities that kind of carry over. Not a lot. Um, some of the, the unlocks you do, because but you still have to find them again. But if you collect them, they're all erased. Anything you really had as far as your inventory, except for like maybe one or two currencies, um, you it gets erased. So you have to restart it again. And and the I guess the idea is that you're slowly inching your way run by run to get closer to the end until finally beating it. And it's like this whole, you know, big endeavor that you did. Um, but the problem is, is when you close the game for any reason, if you play a new game, if the you close the game yourself, if you have a system update that needs you to reset the console or restart it, your run is finished. It's over. The only way to actually save the game or save your progress is just to exit out of the game because the, the system will, will keep your last moment of a game you know, stored. So if you just leave the game and not start any games and turn off the system, you're good. As soon as you turn on the system again, you, got, you can continue from where you left off. But you close that game for any reason or the system closes the game for any reason, your run is done. You'll start it up. It'll load you back into the game as if you're at the beginning of the game. You know, you, you wake up from the, the crashed uh, um, spaceship or, and then, you know, there it is. Your, your run's restarted. <laughs> That's a problem. It's a huge problem because there's people out there who just, who play different games. You know, I play Apex with my friends at night. That's not that safe feature, though. The lack of safe feature doesn't cut it for me. You know, even and I know that there's some shortcuts that you can unlock, and I know that you know you, you may or may not have to put that much time into it in order for it to, um, it for you to like progress a little bit. But sometimes I only have time to play 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and I don't like the idea of losing even 30 minutes of time. You know that that kills my my uh, momentum in the game, and it just wants me to put it down. Wants, it makes me want to put it down. And that's what I did. I haven't touched Returnal 
since I, I bought it. I got to Biome 3, and that's about it. And I'm not going to touch it again until I get that save feature, which should have been there from the beginning. I don't know how they could have thought that that was a good idea to do. And a lot of the original reviews of this game didn't even mention that as, as an issue, mainly because they probably just played it, and that's all they played until they got the review done. But that's a huge problem with anyone who has an actual life, you know, outside of games. They can't, you know, you, you go to work, you, you know, go to school. Um, sometimes, and sometimes you're not the only person who plays your console. Sometimes you, you have brothers and, and, and friends that play it, and, you know, when you're not at home. And, and they want to play things, other things. They want to play, you know, um, Rocket League or they want to play Fortnite or they want to play this new game they bought, you know. But no, they can't touch it unless without losing your run and what are you going to do you're going to tell them you can't play it like oh i'm in the middle of a run you can't play you know no way so this it's it's still it's something that they're working on to get out this the save feature but man it's already been a long time i really didn't think it was going to take this long and so i'm kind of disappointed that i still don't have um a timeline of when to play this game so it's just going to be sitting on my back burner along with cyberpunk 277 and just not be played I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch it again until it uh it gets that safe feature. I just it just it needs it. It absolutely needs it, at least for me and for a lot of people too. So yeah, hopefully we get a get a safe feature out soon. Uh, another story I want to talk about is is Skyrim. Now Skyrim, as anyone any gamer knows, has already been released uh, countless times for countless uh, consoles. It's even been released for the Alexa, uh, the 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 Echo. So it's kind of a joke, you know, about how many times Skyrim has been released. I haven't actually played it again since I bought the VR of the game because I had the PSVR. And so, you know, I bought the original. I played it at that time and I hadn't played it since. Then I played it when I got the VR and I played it for a little bit, but then uh, I stopped as well. And so there, there really has, I bought it like twice, but the, the second time was a little more special because it was... It was a VR. It wasn't exactly like I just bought it because I, I wanted to play it and I wanted to play it on a different console. Um, but apparently someone, <laughs> it's actually a user on Reddit who goes by the name Razvandika. Razvandika? Hope I'm saying that right. He went out and tested for, for two, after two years of testing, created an essential list of mods that can be loaded into the game. Now, if you have a PC, this isn't news. This isn't like of big news but i played on the ps4 at the time and then you know if i were to get it again it'd be ps5 so i'm a console player and he created this essential list of ps4 console version mods for skyrim it's a list of 98 mods and the order in which to load them you know and it was a it's a huge endeavor it's a huge list i i, I give him credit for all the work he put into it and while i haven't played skyrim since I did the same thing when it came to Fallout 4. I uh, I looked at the the mods that they had because you can do the same thing with mods in, in Fallout 4. They're more limited. They're, you don't have as much freedom as the the place as the PC version has. Of course, you have to use like assets that are in the game. Um, but I was able to um, change carrier capacity to make it to to make it infinite. Uh, I was able to to get like boxes of crafting items, like a thousand of each, without having to like go to each part of the you know um uh, like a different area and get the scraps and then scrap them and then you know help build my my place and and build stuff with them 
and then I think I got like a um, more foliage foliage uh, mod and some higher textures. That increased the life of Fallout 4 for me. That carry capacity alone made the game so much more manageable, so much more playable and, and enjoyable. I hate carrying capacity in games. I know they tied it to a um, a um, a stat increase. The the increase the stat. I think I forgot. I think it's strength. The more carrying capacity you have, I think it's stupid. No one wants a carry capacity limit. You know, we're not here for realism when it comes to how many items you carry. And so having that mod take that away made Fallout 4 so much more playable. And I, I probably played it for an additional maybe like 15 hours just because of that. Um, and I started having a lot more fun with it. So this might be a great reason for me and you to play Skyrim again. And in, in an actual legitimate reason. because. Most of the, I mean, now I can't, besides carrying capacity, I can't think of like other reasons why Skyrim was annoying to me, but I'll just go down that list and see what, you know, what annoyed me in the past, things that made it better. I think they also have like a high res texture mod as, as well. And so who knows this, like for anyone who like saw Skyrim, getting back into Skyrim as a joke, like I did, this might be the actual legitimate reason to get back into it. I don't think the VR version allows mods. Some uh, someone might be uh, someone might be able to correct me on that, but if you have the regular version of Skyrim, um, or if you have it for PS5, PS4, whatever, this might be a good reason. And I I want to have to rethink it. I might I might want to go in and try it out. It's been a while since I touched Skyrim, so it it just kind of got me excited to play Skyrim again. And I just want to give credit to this to this user because he did a lot of work, two years of testing. He said to create this this special list and you know, gave it, you know, um, showed it to the community and, and, uh, just, just another, another story of, a of an awesome gamer out there doing, going above and beyond for, for his fellow gamers. So that was pretty cool. Uh, we also have, um, a new death loop, uh, trailer more, let, doesn't really show too much as far as like the gameplay It's that gameplay has already kind of been shown a lot already. This one dives into how, um, the PS5 controller will be in implemented into the next gen, you know, experience. And mostly they're talking about, you know, you know, the haptic feedback and um, the adaptive triggers and how they're going to be used in the game. So adaptive triggers will be utilized to give each gun its own distinct feeling. So if you have, you know, a pistol, the pistol trigger will respond a lot differently than if you had like an LMG. You know, with the LMG, you'll have that, you know. With the gun, with the uh, you know pistol or a revolver, you'll get the two, 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 two. You know, automatics will kick back as well. Um, so the it will the kick will like be used to kind of you know mimic you know the the recoil or or just the the, the vibrations of a of the guns themselves. They even have um, guns getting jammed in the game, and the triggers will also mimic that as well. So you'll use the triggers to kind of get the a gun unjammed. The, they also have um, haptic feedback uh, implemented into controllers where each side of the controller will basically, I want to say, I don't know if vibrate is the word or just give feedback. Maybe feedback is a better way of saying it. But depending on, you know, what foot you're stepping on, it'll mimic your step. So if you step, you know, with your right foot, it'll, it'll give you feedback on the right, give you left, feedback on the left. 
and so you'll be constantly feeling this i'm assuming it's going to be something along along the lines of what astro bot did where you know you you would hit the steps on like uh sand or glass or wood and you would feel the difference you know so i'm assuming it's something like that it's not too invasive um they also have the the controller the controller speaker it'll they have like a two in-game two-way radio that has dialogue and they're going to have the dialogue come out of the speaker itself which is something that games have you know it's nothing new games have done that you know for a while now i think the last one i can remember is borderlands 2 doing it so it's nothing really special just a little more you know immersion building but i personally love it when games use the adaptive triggers i love it when they use the haptic feedback it makes the experience on the ps5 that more like like hey i'm playing a, a next gen game here I, I got this next gen experience so i personally love it i know there's people out there that may get tired from the the, the triggers i think i was there's a play there's a game called Wreckfest, where if you crash your your vehicle too much you'll do damage to the engine and when you press the acceleration with uh, the trigger for the acceleration it was like a lot harder to push to pull compared to when you first started it and i and i remember even my finger getting like a little tired just a little bit i'm like oh man like i gotta press this thing a little with a little effort so i could tell like you know i can understand where people would be um not too excited with these i but to me it's not a problem as long as the game and i'm sure it will be as long as the game comes with the option to turn it off you know if you don't want it, you can just turn it off or lower the sensitivity. Being able to adjust the sensitivity, I think, would be a better way of doing it. So, you know, that way it gives you that, that spectrum that you're comfortable with, you know. And so as long as they give that, I don't see any problem with it. Get, go, go crazy with the haptics. Go crazy with the triggers, you know. Just allow players to turn it off whenever they want. And that way you can just push it to the max. I tend to crank it up. I want to feel this controller, you know that that's exciting to me I, I love that ps5 controller damn it man so any any reason to to use it any reason to for for me to experience it with a new game in a in a, in a cool way is is always cool for me is i i love it yeah and uh i think that's uh that's pretty much all i wanted to cover we didn't didn't have too much to talk about this episode we're mostly waiting for the new games to be released in september uh, it's still pretty early, so we don't have too much to talk about. We just got done covering the um, the GamesCon last episode, and that was a really cool show. And so we're kind of in the middle, and I think next week we should be having a lot to talk about, especially with the games coming out. So September is looking to be a fun month. And yeah, that, so that's going to end the episode. Um, so next episode is our 10th episode, and hopefully we can... You know, I kind of want to celebrate it, and so we might have some new things to show off on the show, um, just to kind of make it a little more special. Things that I've been thinking about implementing, and hopefully we can get that ready to go by uh, by next episode. But yeah, I'm excited. Ten episodes, we're coming up. You know, we had we're having a good time here, so I'm looking forward to it. Well, that's it for the game of Parallax, where it's always a good time to talk about games. Thanks for joining me this week. Hope to see you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye.